What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the Fade You podcast, episode 163, previewing NFL Week 8. We had to get this started quickly because Chris and Joe are yelling at each other about nothing for five minutes, which is par for the course. What are we doing? Oh, no, I'm just telling Chris that he's fucking stupid per usual. (laughs) Well, Chris... I am. I just think San Francisco had in Indianapolis, so sick. You got to take his fandom where on the road, you know, and that's fine. Yeah, while we're off to a roaring start. My name is Matthew James at Matthew James seventy eight on Twitter. Joined by the uh, the odd couple that just can't ever get along. We got Chris Duke here at Hazmat Suit 23. We got Joe here at Joe underscore nose underscore underscore underscore. And Kamara, how you doing over there? I think I'm slowly recovering from the one in four weekend with my team. Ooh. Yeah, we got to give a super contest update here in a moment. He's on Twitter at Kmart's underscore angles. All right, week seven in the books. Uh, we had some carnage within that group. You know, we had a lot of really nice weeks where everybody had a winning week for a while there. And then, uh, and then week seven happened. We have a contest consensus fell on its face. Joe and I were able to get by with three and two in a tough week. And then Chris goes one and four. Kmart, Neil go one and four. Uh, tough week, everybody. Tough to turn the page and, and look ahead to week eight. But we ready to find some winners. Sure as hope so. There's no hope. We give winners. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> I wish. I mean, yeah. I did give Bengals last I didn't know we week. Had Obama on the pod, on the so that's pod. good. Yeah, we're not going to hope. We're going to give winners. Uh, Joe, your yours last week. Just to recap, the ones we really focused on. Uh, the Patriots. Uh, you texted me Monday night. Uh, we didn't know that the Chicago Bears were now the Kansas City Chiefs on offense. So. Uh, nice game plan, right. Belichick. Good job. So New England, obviously, uh, not good. Chris gave out Jacksonville, also not good. Uh, the Giants just continue to get disrespected by the books. I'm sure we'll touch on them here in a few minutes. Uh, I gave out the Browns, and thank God that didn't go to overtime because that had push written all over it. They did cover the six. Uh, Kyle, you you just can't get off Denver. So sorry about that. We were, we were texting in the group this morning about some of the worst head coaching hires. And dads, we had some good names. Anybody want to talk about some of those names we threw out? I mean, I, I threw out Freddie Kitchens, and you guys kind of topped it with a couple real doozies. I mean, Chip Chip Kelly is probably my least favorite person ever. Not right now. He's kicking ass at UCLA. He's still one of my least favorite. Nobody cares about UCLA. Nobody cares about what you care about. We're talking about the worst coaches in the NFL. And he was one. Two and 14. Good job. He was hey. really bad with San Francisco. Tom Sula. He made uh, it he made it farther far. than uh he made it farther than a lot of coaches did. Herb. 
Herb, Herb's probably an all timer. Uh, we talked. Who else did we talk about? Gase. We talked about uh, Ben McAdoo. Chris, you had a good one. What was Patricia's record on the Lions? Was it also like bad. two and fourteen? <laughs> I mean, very bad. So, Steve yeah. Spurrier. You got Nick Saban, who wasn't very good either. College, a lot of the college guys, really, really bad. Mr. So, Matt Rule. Yeah, speak of the devil. So, uh, yeah, good luck with Hackett. If anybody else is looking at Denver, we'll we'll see if Kyle's back on Denver this week here in a minute. Uh, and then I think the other one, Neil, like Tennessee, that that got there. Neil ended up being right about the Vrabel shit. So, congrats, Neil. Hopefully, Neil will join us here in a few minutes. But was was that so, the one uh, in the in their contest? No, my Bengals were in the contest. Jesus Christ. So you guys are giving out plays on here as your best bet that don't even make the contest? I don't – well, he, he wasn't even on it. I gave it out for him and gave the reason, and then – Yeah. Oh, I forget God. why. It didn't even make his top three. It didn't – it wasn't – I forget why. If he makes it on, he'll have does to Neil's, – Does Neil's picks even count now? I don't think they do. I don't well, think they – On a Wednesday, point. we're just seeing what our cock – feels funny and what really we like right i guess I would say I've oh, it's kind of bullshit it, it you know we can personally like it and it cannot make the entry I, that's happened with me a couple times specifically on the cowboys where on wednesday i'm feeling it and then you know when you share an entry with multiple people everybody wants input sometimes you get shut out and, and that's happened to me and i i've gave i've liked losers on wednesday that get left out and so it all, it all depends. I mean, we are previewing this really early in the week. Opinions change throughout the course of the week, so it's fine. But standings update. So uh, Joe is still in the lead at 24 and 11. Joe, are you, uh, what, a 20th place? Kind of right around there overall? T20, baby. We're okay, two, and so half, two, and half, two and a half points off the lead. Yeah, the leader, the, the super contest overall leader is 26, 8, and one is that right? Yep. Okay, so twenty six eight one. Joe just two and a half back of the overall lead uh, up in the top twenty. I'm one behind Joe at twenty three and twelve. Chris is one behind me at twenty two and thirteen. And then Kmart and Neil. Man, you guys had an opening there to at least catch Chris after his bad week, but you guys also went one and four. So fuck. Yeah, I'm about to leave this pod. I'm still pissed off. You know what? I was really pissed off watching the Patriots Monday, and I told myself I'm going to be pissed off for about 90 more minutes, and then we're going to turn the page. We're going to focus on week eight, so I expect everybody to get their shit together, and we're on to week eight, all right? I live in the yeah, past. Mark, Sorry. For us to go one and four, and I'm only four and a half back, and you're probably like six and a half back, that's really not that bad Uh the guy at the top can have a few shitty weeks and we can kill it and be right in the thick of it. So let's go. Yeah. There's one dude with a solo lead and it's half a point. So yeah, I mean, fuck, he could have, he can go one and four and everybody else is right there. And that guy went two and three last week. So maybe that guy, maybe regression is about to smack that guy in the ass and, and he'll be, you know, another one and four, another two and three, a one, three and one. And everybody's catching that asshole. So all right, so that's where we're at. And uh, Joe, you still are our first on the tee. So what are you looking at for week eight, Dad? Sorry, I was trying not to get blinded by uh, Chris's blind, uh, bald spot going through the window here. But um, I'm going to go with 
Indianapolis minus three. Still the line, but the the fucking contest made it two and a half. And it's it pains me because I'm gonna hop off the commander train, which I've been riding for a couple weeks, and it's been hot. But I think getting a new quarterback in there, the Texans, Sam Ellinger, and I think their defense is good enough. I don't know, man. It's kind of a smelly, smelly fave here because Washington coming off an emotional victory. All the bets and money are on Washington. So I'm not going to ride the consensus like Chris three of five last week. I'm going to go with the opposite side and bet on the Colts. Oh, Joe, you have a crystal ball. You know who's going to be the consensus. That's good. Please let us. I'm not talking about this week. I'm talking about last week. Mr. Consensus had three of five. (laughs) Okay. We were high on the Colts going into the season, Kmart. Do you have any opinion on the Colts with this QB change? I mean, this we kind of know what we're going to expect from Washington. Like their defense is going to get a little bit of pressure. Heineke's going to make some decent throws. He's going to make some throws that are interception worthy. But I think this pit, this play is all about what can we expect from the Colts following the benching of, of Ryan. Yeah, I mean. I was looking on the Colts side too. I have nothing on the opposite side. I was given no love for the for the Commandos, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, even with new quarterback, you know, I was looking at DVOA. You know, for the Colts, still a decent rush defense overall on that side, and that's that's kind of where I'm looking for them to get enough stops and just hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor, get enough screens in the Heem Hines get something to Pittman, you know, I I think he's talented enough. Um, So as long as they can not turn the ball over three times, I I don't know if it's going to make our picks, but you know, I, I definitely agree with that side. See what's what's funny is uh, I think the Colts are 32nd in turnovers and Washington's 29th. So we're going to have a good uh, fun turnover filled game. Is that going to, Keep the trend going with the new well, guy back there. Ellinger ain't moving a line. Yeah, Ryan and Ryan. Wentz. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So it, I don't think I don't think it matters. Well, I mean, it's it's the known versus the unknown, right? You know that Ryan was probably good for a fumble and a pick, and with Ellinger, we don't know. I mean, it could it could be anything. It could be all right. He protects the ball. They don't ask him to do a lot. It could also be he tries to make some throws because he's now in there and and he has some turnover worthy plays too. So gotta be honest, Joe. I don't love the pick. Uh I don't love this I don't love the surprise benching. I think the locker room is kind of like, what the fuck is going on? I read that Ryan Kelly, the center today, he was asked about it and he said the response was mixed. He says, I'm not gonna get into everybody's opinion, but it's uh, everybody's a little bit surprised. So, I mean, I understand buying low on the Colts for sure. I, I certainly don't know if I would pick Washington again, but I think the questioning of this coach's decision, was this even the coach's decision? Is the owner meddling at this point? I think there's still too many questions around Indy for me to personally take it. Well, dude, Jim Ursay is a crazy motherfucker. He's probably doing lines of coke right now, like three miles <laughs> away from the stadium, which I am in Indianapolis. Right where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I should give him a call and, and hang out with him tonight. That'd be fun. Um, anyway. Ryan's probably available yeah. to meet you for a drink. Good call. Maybe we should figure it out. Let's text Kelly. Maybe she's got a, she's got a hookup with, in Indianapolis with Matt Ryan's number. 
I mean, for the Colts, it's kind of like now or never, right? You're like they got to get the season back on track at some point. So you would think this would be a spot where they can band together and, and make it happen. But Neil, you got any thoughts on the Colts game? Really interesting one. Uh, Joe's loving Indy. That's the one he's looking at. Yeah, I was going to be leaning with the commies um, and taking Washington. To, so I think, Matt, sort of what you alluded to, which was what's the purpose of this move? Because I read an article where they said that the purpose of the move was that they cannot risk Matt Ryan getting injured going into next season because of the contract obligation. So the purpose of sitting him right now was so that he doesn't get injured because if he ends up on IR and can't start off the next year, then they have the full cap hit. Whereas if he ends the season, if he ends this season and gets to the net and is healthy, but they cut him, they're not obligated to pay him. They save like 17 million in cap space. So the thought was in this article, and I I forget who put, I think Schefter retweeted it. So it's not coming like out of left field, but the thought process was that this move was simply a $17 million cap space saver, not even necessarily. So they right making it the the assumption that this is move is has nothing to do with performance, though Matt Ryan's playing like shit. I get it. But it's not necessary to say that Ellinger's outplaying him, you know, in practice or that there's a shot in the arm, that there's a that this is strictly a financial saving move because they don't they can't risk Ryan getting hit, getting hurt. I call bullshit on that take. Yeah, because fucking Schefter never retweets dumb shit. But uh, yeah, I dude, there's no way that's they're trying to win right now. And they're going to play the quarterback that's going to do the best. And obviously, it's not Matt Ryan. So you got to try something else. There's that. That's a horseshit take. I hate it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, nobody's running away with the division. So the Colts are still very much in it. So exactly. Mm-hmm. definitely a, a surprising move. Um, and we have no idea what to expect from Ellinger. So I guess apparently he played well in the preseason. What was he, a sixth round pick? Or was he earlier? I think he was five, six, seven. Yeah, he's a, he's a okay, late so guy. He's a day three, a day three guy. And uh, I know from Fade U, we tweeted at Ralph Michaels. We're going to hopefully get a word on that. We were trying to find just a, a QB making his first career start as a favorite. Chris, I thought that was a good a good comment by you. We'll want to see what the deal with that is. So uh, good luck to Colts backers. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Uh, I'm going to go to, I'm going to look at the Cardinals this week. Um, I like them off of a little bit extra rest. And I know the Vikings are off a of bye, but Kirk Cousins is two and five in his career. ATS off a of bye. Um, it's not great. And we're getting a shit number here because the best number is long gone. The look ahead here was Viking six and a half. Now it's only three and a half for the contest. I still think this is a role that Arizona typically does well in as a road underdog offense. Definitely looked a little better with Hopkins back. It's really a shame that we, we can't see what this looks like with Hopkins and Hollywood. I think that could actually be kind of a fun, exciting offense. And um, Minnesota, I think I was looking to fade them following their five and one start. They really didn't deserve to win in Miami. They were badly outgained. Uh, the Dolphins turned it over. They got a chance to play uh, the second and third string quarterback in that game. So I'm looking to fade Minnesota a little bit, being kind of overvalued. And uh, Arizona might have something here with Hopkins back. 
So I'm looking at Arizona plus three and a half. Good for you. I sent this to my group the other day. So I so no one's gonna talk, and then we're just gonna all talk at once. Great. I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say the same shit you just said. Like, I just don't want to keep agreeing with everybody. But I, I'm not betting the opposite side. You know, I sent to Neil, Lance, and Kyle that I'm. I had my worst week last week, and maybe I've lost my mind because the Cardinals look like an amazing play this week. You know, for some of those reasons. And and I'm not, you know, I like Minnesota. I mean, we have all those futures on them, or I do, but I I just haven't been, you know, that impressed by, you know, what I've seen out of them. And, I mean, I I disagree with you on the fact their offense looked, I mean, yeah, I guess it looked better because it's looked like dog shit, but all it was was Hopkins, Hopkins, Hopkins. You know, Benjamin breaks away here and there, two pick sixes. They don't get those pick sixes. They probably fucking lose that game. So, I don't know about that. I mean, that definitely skews that result for sure. I mean, it's tied at 14 think- and then, you know, two pick sixes. Yeah. So, I don't we can we can go back and forth on that all day, but I don't think anyone can win that. Um, well, it's hard to it's hard to put any stock in the second half cuz it was all garbage time at that point. Uh just from the first, obviously they looked horrible in Seattle and then they definitely looked like they had a little bit. Now, I think the defense has looked a little better too. They allowed 20 to Philly. They allowed 19 to Seattle. And that's been a really efficient offense. And then they did allow the 14 in the first half to the saints. And then the game got silly. The one thing that gives me a little bit of hesitation, you're going to hear this narrative. There is a new call of duty coming out and Kyler Murray might be a little distracted. That's the one thing that could maybe make me second guess this play, but I'm going to just hope that Kyler can just kind of leave the Xbox back in Arizona go on the road, get the job done, and then he can play Call of Duty all next week. Is that because he plays more Xbox than he looks at the playbook? It's because he loves video games more than football. So that's uh, that's exactly what you want in your franchise, however many million-dollar quarterbacks. Yeah, Matthew, I, I like Arizona, but what's scaring me is everybody's on Arizona yeah, it's, at this it's point. Public. Yep. And I don't like that. Do not like that, so it's probably a stay away, but maybe lean lean Arizona, but hey, who knows? Square dogs win too. Say, I will say that this season, and maybe this will change, I'm much less scared off by the square dog this season than I have been in the past. I just think this is a what-the-fuck season where nobody knows what's up. Yeah, ask Seattle betters how that was last week. I mean, that was, that was the right side all the way. Correct. Uh, I mean, the turnovers happened, but I mean, the Chargers chargered, and so, yeah, the, the square dog thing, I mean, I stayed away from it earlier in the season because Dallas was a square dog, and, uh, and they ended up being just fine. So it uh, doesn't really bother me too much. It's, a, it's probably going to be about a 70-30 ticket count. Maybe there will be some buyback on Minnesota now that the number has gone down. I don't really give a fuck. What's it in contest? But wait three and to and talk, like, you know. Oh, it's still three and a half, yeah. That's, we I have mean, all that skewed info. Like, that's the thing that's just crazy, you know. Is, is it – public is it not you got action network which joe is referencing at 70 85 and then you got wager talk where it's kind of split 59 tickets 51 money so it's like what what do you what do you go off of what do you believe who's right i mean it's hard to tell um i think action network for the most part is correct but they do have some weird 
shit that happens. Yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, that's all going to vary book to book too. You use that, but don't let that be your sole basis for for making a decision. Of what right. the my my is. point is just how Correct. useful is it? Like if if there's so many systems out there like this, but they all yeah. are different. Like what what's the yeah. use of any of them? Sure. Yeah, last no, week uh, Kmart showed me showed us that picture of the Seahawks getting all the fucking tickets in money, and then I go to Everybody. and it looks like it's it's fifty fifty. I was like. Maybe it's not a square dog. This looks like a little more even action. So, and then sure enough, it was the fucking easiest dog of the week. Um, but man, that was, uh, but yeah, you never know. I agree with you, Matt. I mean, Giants were pretty square. Everyone on the Giants, I think they're on them again this week. They're on the Jets all the way from plus three down to what? Minus two at closed. So I, I agree with you. This year might just be a, you know what? Like dogs are fucking cashing. Unders are, a lot of people are afraid to take unders. They think it's going to regress. It's like, dude, the defenses are playing well. Just, fucking dogs and unders till ride it till it fucking you know it doesn't win anymore right but i i think that we're still early man it's i mean it's only week eight we're halfway through the season i think it could correct this season you know all the square plays could go to shit maybe starting next week who knows obviously shout out dave sherapan nobody knows shit but i think that's not a horrible narrative to think that it would switch you know very well could. I mean, Joe's right. We are still relatively early in the season. It's We're seven weeks in. We got 18 total weeks, so still not even halfway yet, so a lot of this could change. But for now, um, I'm going to keep riding with what's working, so let's go Arizona. Chris, where are you looking? Yeah, I will say, too, if you lean dogs, like, it's never – I think it's – even if it's a, a public dog, you're still – the book still probably would like that dog to win out, right? Like we said, like, it kills all the teasers. It kills all the money line parlays. So I think you're never going to be like that. I, I would always lean dog, even if someone's, oh, man, everybody likes that dog. Yeah, well, it's still going to, uh, you know, the, the books still like it. But I'm looking at a fucking disgusting dog, and I think uh, we're going to for sure have it in because Riley texted it to our, our – last week we had some conflicting fucking plays, and we played uh, – we looked like shit one and four. This week we kind of align. Uh, I think Lions is for sure going to get in. I think fucking – I've said it since the beginning of his career. I think two is fucking way overrated. He had like – should have had 14 interceptions on Sunday Night Football. Um, I guess uh, the Steelers, that's why they're on defense and not wide receivers because they can't fucking catch. But And uh, the Lions, they played the Cowboys fucking tough, man. They held them to 10 points until it got a little weird in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, doesn't help that Goff threw a bunch of picks and uh, fumbled on the – one or two yard line they could have for sure covered. So I think they're getting a little uh, undervalued here. I think they'll come out hot and uh, maybe, I mean, we're getting three and a half in the contest, lose by a field goal and we cover. I'm going to take the Lions and hopefully they can play a little bit of D and maybe Goff can just not fucking turn the ball over this time, uh, but not holding my breath. Chris, are you telling me the five second half turnovers isn't a little fluky? Is that bad? Uh, no. Just a bit, Father. Just a bit. Well, yeah, we've never seen that from Goff. So, <laughs> yeah. little well, hands. Yeah, I mean, okay. So you've got. Uh, I think Detroit has the worst record in the league right now. Are they currently slotted for the number one pick? Sounds are they right. one in? Are they, yeah, one in, because five. Texans are one. Texans are one four one. Right. Fans are uh, the worst record in the league, and yet you're only getting 
Is it three and a half? Are we at three and a half now? It's three and a half, yeah. Okay, because the look ahead was three, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to be too popular, Chris. Only taking taking the Lions at that that short of a number. Um, what do people think of this one? I like it. I thought Tua looked like garbage outside of that first drive that he had. He missed was missing everything Chris referenced. He should have thrown five picks. Um, he was t- he was terrible. And it's going to kind of go into the game that I wanted to talk about. But, I mean, Detroit right hung right in there with, with the Cowboys. I mean, they fumbled the ball at the one-yard line, right? Otherwise, they're punching in for seven. Like, they were kind of right in there. I, I, going back home to, to Detroit, home dog. I like it. I think that I think the Miami hype is way and too much. And they got Swift back. Amon St. Brown should play. It was limited today, but get their weapons back. You know when their offense was at least putting up points. So defensively, just just take two his head off, and you're probably good. Yeah, I would have liked Miami to kick that field goal and cover, maybe win by more. I'm surprised they, they laid a goose egg in the second. It would have been nice for them to look a little better on primetime, but I guess it's uh, Vegas is still making it. Why is it not four? Why is it not five? Um, or even, I mean, six. I, I don't get it. It's kind of a what-the-fuck line. Yeah, I mean, so – Goff has all those turnovers. It's one thing to have Dallas pressure you into a bunch of turnovers. That's one of the best defenses in the league with the literal highest pressure rate in the league. Uh, Miami's third lowest. So uh, this should be a, a better position for Goff at home. The only thing that would worry me is on that fast track in the dome on turf, uh, Miami could just burn right by this God forsaken Lions defense. I mean, if those receivers get out there and get revved up and, and get running, it could be a long day for that that Lions D. So maybe Tyreek Hill finally tears his ACL because he's such a good you've, human being. Kyle, you've only been asking for that for about five years. So Dude, maybe that's very mean to say. <laughs> it's also very mean to hit your pregnant wife and then your son when he's born. But that's let's true. just let's just give him the Achilles so he can feel my pain. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I'd love to see crippled, torn Achilles Chris laughing at somebody else for tearing an Achilles. That's how it feels, bitch. <laughs> that would be pretty silly. <laughs> All right. Kmart, you're up next. Or Neil, whoever wants to go first. Well, I mean, it's got to be Broncos, right? Neutral oh, site. Like, it's got to be. Wilson oh, coming. Man. No, fuck that. Um, I was gonna say I'm gonna go with Green no. Bay let me let let me half. go. Let me go, Kyle, because I know what you're gonna. T- I I do, I don't know, but I know what you're gonna take, and it'll be the longer discussion. So let me get mine out of the way. So I'm like I said, I already alluded to it. I'm I love the Bears plus nine and a half. Wish it was ten, but Bears plus nine and a half. If we look at this again, it goes back. Dallas looked terrible. There's Dak is not right there's something wrong the the fact that this team had 10 that dallas had 10 points against the detroit lions at halftime or what straight through the third quarter and then they get two short fields and they're able to punch in two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to to you know to cover and get really what was a gift cover and like 
the one thing that I that I like what the Bears can do, the Bears can run the football. We know Dallas's defense is great, but they're great at getting pressure. They're only 20th in the league in rush yards per game defensively. So you have what should be, I think, a low-scoring game. I don't love, I think it's kind of like that inverse-related, like everyone's going to look and be like, oh, the Bears just beat the, you know, just beat the Pats. Like they're a play on team. Like I hate, I hate that maybe you get a little square dog and then people just hate betting against Dallas anyways. But I just think for what it's going to be, I think this Dallas team offensively is not right. And they're sort of been riding their defense. And I think this is a position where Chicago is going to be able to just continue to move the ball on the ground with that rushing attack. Field should be able to elude some of the pressure um, that they're going to put it that they're going to bring on him. So I like sort of that fact. Um, and I'll take nine points off of what was from Dallas's perspective, a sort of a, a misleading cover that they had last week. Neil, that's, that's just so terrible. Thanks. Like, like, well, like everything we say is, is what, forget what you just saw. And you're just like, Oh, this and that they didn't do this. They look terrible. Both. They both covered week. both teams covered. When, I know. When, I know. When, I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, it's just kind of funny. Like where you started there. Um, I don't know. When I first looked at it, I definitely leaned on the Cowboys side. Just Bears aren't very good blocking offensively. I did like what I saw last week, but you kind of get a lot of neutralization on a wet field. So how much of that was was them actually looking good versus just things kind of playing into their nature? What two of their three wins are in rainstorms? Was their third win in a rainstorm? Maybe. Uh, I can't remember. Houston, right? Yeah, I don't think the weather was. I don't. I think it was okay. Okay. So yeah, it's just like I don't know. Like for me, I I don't really have skin in it, but I definitely leaned laying all those points. I I tend to agree with Kyle, um, mainly because I think Monday Night Football was an anomaly. And the Bears were scoring 15 points a game prior to that. They score 40 plus. Okay, cool. Are they going to do it again at Jerry World? What do we think? Okay. So, can the Cowboys score enough to cover that spread? That's the question. Well, and I think another question off of that question is what can the Cowboys do if they're not getting turnovers? Because, I mean, all those points in the second half were off, literally all of them off turnovers. I mean, the Lions went like, like, Fumble, punt, interception, interception, fumble on their five drives in the second half. So uh, this is – I think there's a lot of unknowns in this game. I think that's a tricky one. I could honestly see it going either way. Chris, let's get you in here. You were on the Bears on Monday night. You would typically like this poop. Or would you be worried that everybody just saw the Bears look way better on Monday night and that they may regress back to scum? A little bit. Didn't it open 10.5? Did it get hit pretty early? Is it down to 9.5? So – a little bit of maybe maybe some people thought that it was it was good catching over double digits and now like Neil said it's it's on a tick under. Um, like I said before, I mean the books are still going to need the bear. They're going to like them to to win outright and cover again. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it is like Joe said, a couple fluky fluky things. There were a lot of fumbles in that rain on the night. The bears happened to fall on on all of them. Um, I mean it didn't help that the the Patriots third and 16 they just let fucking fields do whatever he wanted and it was unbelievable he looked like freaking lamar and michael vick time cole pepper all in one crazy but uh 
Yeah, I don't know. This is a one like Kyle said. I, I probably will will stay away just because of those two games looking so fluky. But uh, I'm not sure. Let those two teams duke it out and uh, see how scummy Dak looks week two coming back off the injury. And I so do. Last, I, I, go ahead, Joe. I, I hate the narrative that the Bears are a good rushing team because their offensive line fucking sucks. Fields was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL, but their rushing numbers are skewed by the fact that he can run like a motherfucker. You don't think that the Cowboys can contain him? I mean, they have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. And last point, what is Dallas going to score? Dallas averages 19.1 points a game. Chicago's in at 18. So Dallas, yeah, is, but not Dallas is offense were, is not scoring. Yeah, but the Bears were 15 before the 42-point output. Understood. That was also with Cooper Rush. Still covering like, still 10. Right. You still have coaching. Yeah. That's what so I'm that saying. Gets you to, so that gets you to four. And I, I mean, home team, I mean, right. I'm just saying the, to the argument that the Cowboys offense is going to put up points, they haven't shown the ability to all year either. This is a big number for a team that has been offensively challenged. Yeah, but Dak's only played like, I don't know, maybe 12 quarters. And he's been awful. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. We're talking about Cooper. We're talking about Cooper Rush coming back. Is I mean, Jimmy G looked like shit too. Then he looked better. Now he looks like Jimmy G. Well, the fact that the the fact that the Cowboys only put up three points against Tampa Bay is not aging well. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, they only had three points a half against the Lions, but you have to look at the Cowboys have played really good D. I mean, you could say the Rams D is pretty good. They played the Bengals. We're now seeing the Bengals D is fucking great, especially in the second half. They played the Eagles D. They're really good. They played a lot of tough um, defenses, and so you could you have to say, is this Bears D gonna step up like the the D's they played in the Bucks? So, <clears throat> favorites of seven points or more this season, eight and sixteen against the spread. So, if so you Neil, like Dallas, who do you think I'm going with? Since you so nicely cut me off, what's the jersey behind you? No. I, wow. I even get it. That, that's that's how I know you weren't listening. There's like, no chance after all that. Before, do There's He's no way. Packers. He's taking the pack. Yeah, I'm going with Packers. Green Bay plus eleven and a half. Like, how do how yeah. do I not take Aaron Rodgers? Like, I'll take that bite, giving me over ten points for the first time in his career, apparently. But it's not even that. It's it's they they almost feel like the NFC version of the Ravens, where they get out to leads and shit. Against the Giants, they looked unstoppable. Then the second half came, and they looked like I, I don't even know. Against the Jets, okay, tied at three. Then just a bunch of crazy stuff happened. All right, that stuff happens in a, in a football game week by week. And then last week, I I was driving, but I thought I saw them up fourteen to three. Looked like they were moving. Then mm-hmm. so. Maybe, Depending on what side you're on, it, it seemed like maybe Washington got some things going their way. You know, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Bill's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 11 and a half, like, they have two beast running backs. Our offensive line is shaky, but. I, How many yeah. wide receivers do they have? I mean, Watson should play. I know. Like, I was just getting there with the receivers. But, you know, Watson should be playing. It's crazy. Dobbs, like, just got zeroed out last week, but I, I don't know. Another week with Rogers, I feel like they're going to do something. I mean, I'm sure shit not going to lay fucking win by 12 with the bills. 
Because I mean, worst case, give me a back door. Give me, give me that garbage time. You know, Matt was talking about with the Thursday night game. Like that's just that's just a lot of points. I really wish that the ginger fat fuck Jared was on this podcast to talk about uh, the Bills. Yeah, he has not. He's not said anything about the Bills, so I can't assume anything. But I, I would be surprised if he's not leaning towards Bills. I bet a lot of people are. Like honestly, it it, it wasn't really anything until. I didn't even really care when it was at 10 and 10 and a half. It was when it, it kept going to 11 and a half. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to bite it. Like coming into this, like it, it, it might've all, it might've been Niners, but I'm actually leaning towards taking the Rams just because they beat them so many straight times in the regular season. And everybody Shut expects it to happen. Like if Kyle doesn't, if Kyle's not betting the Niners, I'll tear my own Achilles. <laughs> Like, there's no <laughs> way. Well, we haven't talked no about it. But plus, sure yeah, I mean, I did bet the Bengals minus three the other day because I knew it was going to go up. But I'm not we, playing that at three and a half because that's I got think, nasty I think all over it. To Chris's Brown point, like you said, to, to Chris's point, he said he needs like dog or the book needs dogs. The, the book's going to need uh, the motherfucking bills here because everybody is going to go, oh, Aaron Rodgers plus 10. I'll take I that. I, I think so, I thought, dude. I thought early bets were on the Bills, didn't it? Didn't they take the line from ten up to like twelve or something early? I just I looked. It gonna... said, "I said it said eighty percent of money on Bills." Yeah, um, yeah. I bet it's I, gonna be. I bet it's, it's gonna be pretty it's split. Big question. Well, he like means, he meant eighty percent of the money on Packers, but again, it's it's it's. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I said no 80- that's what you meant because that's what it is on action. It's eighty percent of the money on, on bills. the Packers on bills. Money, yeah, I mean, money on bills. I I know what you said, but what I'm looking at right here, it's forty nine bets on Packers, eighty money. No, oh, you're right, Kyle. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. I'm just interested in, but in like. like so my say it again. Re say it again so, the right way so everyone not isn't confused. Kyle, but like on wager talk, he got thirty nine percent tickets and sixteen percent of money on Green Bay. So like that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like throughout this show, it's like you can you can't just look at one and you can't just. I, I don't think any of it means anything. Like I think people like to make narratives about money here, money there. Books always win. Fade this, fade that. But Chris made it a, a good point of even if you're on a square dog most fucking idiots are still going to take a favorite in their parlays and all that bullshit. Like, I don't think any of this shit matters, but it's got so blown out of proportion. It's just like, you almost look, look to it to have like that warm, fuzzy feeling like, Oh, I'm on the right side, but I'm good. I'll go to my grave saying Denver was the right side last week. Like hack it. That was the old hack it. (laughs) Hack it. Like his fucking father, the right side, the winning side. Exactly. Exactly. I would say the right side. So I mean, Kyle, it's all subjective. Like, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, bets and money. I agree with you. I think people do use it too often to like give themselves confirmation bias, where they're like, "Oh, I'm, oh, the money's on the the side I'm on, but the tickets aren't, so that must be RLM, and I'm on the right side." But I think, yeah, I think right side is subjective as well. I mean, you watch the game depending on what side you're on, and you feel like stuff either goes against you if you lose the bet. Or if you're, if it goes your way, then sure. Uh, like Taylor Heineke last week, I, I don't know. I mean, some of this shit gets a little out of hand too, but they said that he was, he threw like five interception worthy passes or something like that. 
And so it's like, okay, well, did, did Washington get lucky? Those weren't picked off. Um, who the fuck knows? But I mean, yeah, it's so popular with this bet percentage, money percentage stuff that, I mean, sometimes you got to just ignore all that noise and just be like, what, what do I, what am I seeing with my eyes? What do I think is going to happen? I'm going to go with that rather than just look for a bunch of numbers that validate my pick. Well, not necessarily, Matt. What about you saying literally nobody wants the fucking scum Panthers? Look at that. How did that go for the all the Bucks betters? But like we said, you're going to look. Oftentimes, like Kyle said, those fucks are going to go to Vegas on vacation. They're going to be like, I need to pick five or six teams. They're going to throw the fucking Eagles and the Cowboys and the Bills. Everyone, right? They'll, well, they'll best risk 100. Six the past couple weeks. It's just all that yeah, shit. So, I mean, like a little dog here or there to juice it up. Do you trust Rodgers? He said this is exactly what his team needs to kind of fucking spice it up, baby. Fire him up. It's crazy because you watch both of these teams play and you're like, this is a fucking mismatch. Like Packers can't throw it to anybody. How are they going to possibly even move the ball enough to compete with this Bills offense? But I mean, what are the Bills going to be? Yeah, I know that if you're, I think, I kind of think Packers is an auto bet. Like, this is so inflated. I mean, what's the preseason line on this it game? It was four. Didn't they say it was four? That's Back crazy. Think so. Yeah. Even the look ahead was eight. And so now it's a three and a half point move off the look ahead. Just, I but mean, like Green it, Bay just continues to look worse and worse every week. So is, are you really buy, finally buying them at rock bottom now? Well, dude, and Stu Finer, our dad from fucking uh, Barstool Sports, he always said, if it's a double-digit dog in the NFL, it's an auto bet, no matter who the fuck it is. He always said that shit, and I would look. We should ask Ralph Michaels what, how how often are double-digit dogs covering because it's got to be pretty fucking good, at least fifty-five percent. I think he posted something um, because you know how like we we always said if the lines I think it was fourteen or more we always like that begged the question like are those I think there's something that's a little better when it's right around 10, 11. because once it gets higher like I know Matt like a couple years ago, laid it with the Patriots. It was minus 14 on the road, and they won by, like, 20. Like, oftentimes the Lions, same with the – I think the Steelers earlier this year had a big one. But, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we've seen the Steelers double-digit win outright. Panthers, uh, the Falcons played the Rams tough earlier. They were 11 and a half. Um, so, yeah, uh, we've seen, like Matt just said, what would you say, Matt? They're, like, double-digit favorite. Well, so, that really was seven or more. It seven or more. It wasn't exactly so, double digits. Wow. But, yeah, it was yeah. – uh, what game were we talking about with oh the Dallas game? Um, Dallas game. Yeah, yeah they are. I'll find it here in a sec. I think it was seven, seven or more points, eight and sixteen ATS this season. So, all right, boys, I need a drink. I love you. Bye. All right, all right. Dad. All right, dads. Yeah, how about Chris? How can you get behind this double digit dog in prime time? Oh wow. Yeah, um, I mean, it kind of kind of feels like the Bears last week, where everyone's just down on them. How how possibly could they could they keep this close? Um, you know, better coach, uh, better team, and uh, I don't know. I mean, historically, it is when you want to take Rodgers, right? When when you know when they count them out, uh, and uh, it is a lot of points. I mean, you're telling me that, that they can lose by ten, and you're going to get a cover. I mean, we'll lose see by eleven, like, and you're going to get a cover. At least yeah. thirty one twenty and you cover. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would just say, and then it was like to reference Kyle's point, I looked it up real quick. So, because you have a Green Bay team, right, who has losses, right? They are averaging 2.7 points in the fourth quarter, right? So, usually, like you would expect a team that's a Philadelphia team, right? Philadelphia is right there at three points scored in the fourth quarter on average. That makes sense. They're up every single game, they don't need to score. Right. Versus now you're looking at a Green Bay team that right is coming off and has four losses. So you four times you've been down. And this is just a different to Kyle's point like this. They can't complete anything. And so you have four losses and you have a Green Bay team that is the third worst team scoring in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure that that back door is available for Green Bay. It's been that bad. And if it's something like crazy, like, you know, it's a crazy stadium it's going to be a nuts environment getting a primetime sunday night game with rogers coming in house like if there was ever a situation to get blown out and for a defense just to kind of step up and you know want to put the hammer down i like this is the case that it would be i mean it's crazy to think that aaron Rodgers has four losses on the season and they're averaging two and a half points in the fourth quarter being down that it doesn't make any sense I think all those points came against the Patriots. They've been playing from behind too much that you got to, I mean, they just don't have the passing game to go up and down the field. So they're going to have to dink and dunk. They're going to have to run the ball and convert on third downs. He's going to have to hit some of those little slants and um, it's, it's going to be, do they have the guys to do it? I think Watson missed practice today. Lazard missed practice today. Cobb's out. Fuck. So it, it's dangerous, but I think it, I think you got to play it. Got to. It's just a lot of points. I mean, how many how many times have we been like, oh, it's a lot of points, but man, they got nobody, and then they just went out right. It's like, yeah, Carolina. Not, Carolina. not saying that's going to happen, but still Carolina the Panthers. The have the I mean, they've looked bad, but it's like I feel like this three game losing streak isn't as bad like as some are saying it is. Giants, Jets, and Washington Commanders are those three losses. It's crazy. Uh, we have a London game this week. Nobody wanted to talk about the London game. Um, Raiders and Saints. About it. Really, yeah. <laughs> Raiders and Saints is really interesting. Uh, I mean, the Saints are kind of another one of those teams that really, I mean, you got like teams like the Saints, the Packers, the Colts the Browns that are just on these losing streaks that like at two and four, two and five, like you got to get your shit together and win a game. I mean, Panthers, Falcons, Panthers off the blowout win Falcons off of getting absolutely murdered. That's an interesting one with that line coming down. Uh, We got the Eagles, another double digit favorite, the Niners Rams. I mean, Kyle, what, I mean, everybody knows the the history between Shanahan and McVay at this point that the Niners dominate them in the regular season. Like, at what point does that yeah, become? I mean, they're still like, I mean, their defense is getting healthy, but you're still not going to have Eric Armstead, who's the main reason why you couldn't run on them. So without him, yep. you can run on them. Uh, defensively, I mean, both wards, Hufanga did yeah. not look, I mean, it's the Chiefs, but still, like, it's just, how long is it going to take for this defense to gel back to what what we saw early in the year? But did they really – I guess apart from the Seahawks, who have a top three offense, they haven't looked, like, great against, you know, a great opponent. 
You know, you, you could have argued Denver shut them down, but their offense sucks. You know, Bears first half shut them out, then the rain and everything deep plays. So, I mean, it's susceptible. Um, you know, I, I don't think Stafford's, you know, the quarterback to do it, but. You know, of course, you know, I'm not I'm not going to actually play the Rams, but I don't know if I can actually bet the Niners because I, I just see Niners seven in a row, seven in a row. He's got his number. But yeah. if, if Armstead was playing, I, I, I'd play it for sure. And we'll see what the Rams have come up with off their bye. I mean, they, their O-line's still a mess. The, the left tackle replacing Whitworth is out for the season. I don't know how many centers they've had. They got no running game. They got no receivers outside of Cup. Uh, that's going to be – well, they may get Van Jefferson back, though, so that maybe that's something. Um, interesting game. Ravens-Bucks tomorrow night, interesting. Uh, the Monday night game, we didn't really talk about that. Brown's kind of back against the wall. and Bengals are just covering machines at this point. So lots of good games on deck for Week 8. Keep an eye on everybody's Twitter and see what everybody is on this weekend. And, uh, Dads, let's have a Week 8, all right? Let's bounce back. Uh, got to five and oh, yeah, 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 nah, 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 this is fade you. yeah, 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 yeah,